Destinations Beyond Expectations is powered by Group Experience. Visit groupexperience.com to learn how to build your travel tribe. Hello and welcome to DBE. I'm your host, Stevie G, and you are listening to the podcast designed for students of travel. Whether you're listening on a streaming site like Spotify or Apple Podcasts, or you're catching the show at groupexperience.com, I really appreciate you joining me for this episode. Make sure to visit Destinations Beyond Expectations at dbetravel.com. And remember, you can find Destinations Beyond Expectations on Facebook and Instagram. If you know somebody who loves the world of travel, tell them about the DBE podcast. On today's show, we'll be covering a destination known for its sailing history, historic mansions, and more. Travel blogger Jackie Swayze joins me on this episode to talk all about things you can add to your itinerary if you plan to visit Newport, Rhode Island. Our conversation will give you the scoop on Newport's cliff walk, how you can tour the mansions, ideas for getting out on the water in Newport, and much more. Jackie is the brilliant mind behind MaximizingMyPTO.com, which has some wonderful blogs about destinations and travel hacking tips. It was so much fun sitting down with Jackie to talk about Newport. Let's jump into my interview with Jackie so we can all learn about mansions and more in Newport, Rhode Island. Jackie, welcome to Destinations Beyond Expectations. It's so wonderful to have you joining me for the show today. How's it going? Great. Thanks for having me here. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's so great to have you on the podcast. And today we're going to cover the town of Newport, Rhode Island. We're going to talk about your website, MaximizingMyPTO.com, a little bit later on in our conversation. Uh, but on your website, you wrote a blog post called How to Spend a Weekend Getaway in Newport, Rhode Island. A link to that piece is in the show notes for listeners to follow along with as they listen to our chat. Uh, but Jackie, can you get us started by describing where Newport is on the map and how to get there? Yeah, so Newport is in the southern part of Rhode Island. It is about 45 minutes south of Providence, Rhode Island, and just about a little under two hours from Boston. Um, so it's pretty drivable from anywhere in New England. Um, I don't live in New England, so as far as flying there, um, there are direct flights from a lot of major airports to Providence or Boston. Um, I flew Chicago to Providence directly on Southwest, so there's a lot of easy ways to get there. As far as getting to Newport itself, it's located on Aquidneck Island. Um, and I definitely recommend renting a car. Parking can be a little bit tricky in Newport at times, but it's really hard to get around the area without a car. And I know you got to visit Newport in July. Can you talk a little bit about what it's like visiting Newport during that time of year? Yeah, so summer is definitely peak season for Newport. It's a great time to be outdoors, whether that's on land or on the water. Um, we actually visited during a slightly unseasonable heat wave, but that only meant the upper 80s. Um, so much more comfortable than the rest of the country at that time of year. Being that it's peak season, it is also the most expensive time of year to visit Newport. Um, so for if anyone's looking to save a little bit of money, we stayed in Middletown, Rhode Island, um, which is about 10 to 15 minutes away from Newport. Very easy to drive in each morning. Um, and the prices for hotels were significantly lower. Great, great advice. Great tip there. Um, you know, Newport has some really amazing mansions and you talk about this in your blog and we're going to kind of go over some of the ways you can see and experience those, uh, those mansions as a visitor in a second. But before we do that, I'm wondering if you can tell us a little bit about why and when these mansions were built in Newport. 
Yeah, of course. I was a history major in college, so I could geek out about all of this. Um, these mansions or quote unquote summer cottages, as they were humbly referred to, um, were built by the extremely wealthy families of the late 19th century. Um, so the most famous mansion is the Breakers, and that was built by Cornelius Vanderbilt, a name that we pretty much all recognize. Um, these mansions are truly just massive displays of their wealth, especially when you factor in that these families were only visiting for a handful of weeks a year, some of them less than six weeks a year. Um, these are, are massive, massive mansions um, with amazing views. Um, it's really hard to like wrap your mind around that level of wealth um, in, in the modern day when we just don't really have those kind of buildings being built anymore. And if you're a fan of the show Gilded Age or any other similar shows of the time period, um, they do film a lot of scenes in these mansions. Uh, so you'll, you'll notice a lot of uh, backgrounds that are familiar. And now today, these mansions are in the hands of a preservation society that maintains them. Very cool. Very interesting. Uh, really cool to look at even online. Just seeing the mansions is, is pretty neat. And I know one of the ways someone can get a cool view of these mansions is to do something called the cliff walk. It sounds like the cliff walk offers some amazing views that go beyond just the mansions because you're also getting stunning views of the New England coastline. Jackie, can you share more about going on the cliff walk? Yeah, so if you're up for a little bit of exercise, the Cliff Walk is a four-mile National Historic Walking Trail. Um, it has great ocean views the whole time. You do get to view several of the mansions, including the Breakers, um, though some are private properties along the way, and they do have like hedges or fences up uh, to protect their their property if they're you know private and not owned by the Preservation Society. There's a path that is paved through about half of it, I would say, maybe a little less. And then there, it becomes kind of a rock scramble in other places. So you really want to make sure to wear appropriate footwear. Um, there's also not really any shade. So sunscreen, hat, that kind of thing um, is really important uh, and bringing plenty of water. And you can go in either direction, um, but it is a one-way path and not a loop. Um, so you do have to find your way back to your car at the end. But it was a really great way to spend the morning, um, especially before the temperatures got too high. Yeah, it, it looks really cool. I mean, all those, the ocean views too, just look so scenic and beautiful. And, you know, the cliff walk gives you an opportunity for some great views of the mansions, but maybe the best way to experience the mansions is to actually go on a tour in them. So how do these tours typically work? And why do you think a tour might be worth doing for someone uh, visiting Newport? So I definitely think the tours give you a different perspective than just seeing the outside. Most of the wealth and the money put into it is truly on the inside. That's where there's, you know, all the ornate decorations, all the furniture, things like that. Um, the tours are mostly, there's mostly self-guided tours, though there are a few one-off um, guide-led tours as well. They do have an audio guide available for free via an app that you can download, and I definitely recommend doing that. It is truly one of the most well-done audio guides I've ever had on a tour, and I've done plenty of audio guides throughout my travels. Um, this one is really, really well done. Um, and they have several different options for touring. So if you're interested in going to multiple mansions, there's discounts available for bundling if you want to go to two or three, for example. I toured the Breakers, Marble House, and the Elms, all of which were beautiful. The Breakers is really can't miss. It, it's truly the most ornate building I've ever seen in the United States. Um, it's on another level that the others don't quite compare to. So if you're only going to see one, make it the Breakers. Love it. So switching gears here, I've heard that Newport has always embraced being on the water. 
Jackie, can you talk about some of the ways visitors can book like a sunset cruise or maybe get out on the water by chartering a private boat? Yeah, seeing, the, seeing Newport by water is definitely a great way to experience the town. Um, one of the most affordable ways is going to be through a group cruise. So we booked ours through Newport Classic Cruises, who offers several different tours each day. And the Sunset Sail is definitely their most popular. It books up really far in advance. So make sure to, you know, be prepared if you want to do that one. Um, there are also several companies that will offer private charters, um, one of which being Newport Charter Group, who offers charters on their stunning vintage 1930s boat. So if you're looking for a really classic experience, um, that would be a really great way to go. Awesome. And, you know, I want to ask you about something that you didn't get to during your time in Newport, which is the International Tennis Hall of Fame. I read in your article that you were in Newport during their annual tournament where they actually closed the museum to the public. But what have you kind of, you know, heard about the International Tennis Hall of Fame? Yeah, so I had not, before I had visited, I had not heard of this International Tennis Hall of Fame. We actually took a pedicab and our pedicab driver turned into a tour guide who was telling us all about it. And I, in hindsight, wish we'd gotten to see it. Obviously, the dates didn't really work out for us. Um, but it's located in the Newport Casino, which dates all the way back to 1879. But the museum and the Hall of Fame didn't actually open until 1954. If you want to visit, the grounds are free to the public uh, and the museum has charged admission. Um, so if you're into sports history or tennis specifically, um, I was told this is a really awesome place to check out. It's certainly on my list for next time, especially having played tennis growing up. Um, I definitely want to check it out in the future. Um, or if you want to see the tournament every year, you can obviously buy tickets to that as well. Uh, Jackie, I got one more Newport question for you. Uh, so during your trip to Newport, were there any places to eat that you just thought were your favorite or that you would go back to in a heartbeat if you're if you went back to Newport? Absolutely. I have two very different places on, in mind. Um, so the first one being Castle Hill Inn. Um, so it's this old historic inn. You can stay there, um, but you don't have to to eat there. They have what they call the lawn, which is first come, first serve um, Adirondack chairs and a bar where you can have cocktails served to you overlooking the water. It is extremely peaceful and relaxing. Great way to spend a sunny morning or afternoon. Um, and then they also have a restaurant as well, a couple different restaurants on the property. There are dress codes for eating at the restaurant. They are fancier. So you do have to just be prepared for that. And you definitely need a reservation, to, uh, unlike the lawn, which is just first come, first serve. On the other hand, the opposite uh, side of the, the fancy casual spectrum, um, we have Dell's Frozen Lemonade, which has several locations throughout Newport. They've just served frozen lemonade. That's, that's pretty much it. And it is the best frozen lemonade I've ever had. And everyone was telling me about it before I went. I knew I had to go there. And we even compared it to a couple different places around Newport to other frozen lemonades and nothing held, um, <laughs> held up a flame to it. It is really perfect on a hot day. Um, they even sell their like little lemonade mixes to go if you want to buy some and, and make it when you get home. And it was probably perfect during the time of year that you were there because I'm sure it was a little warmer outside. So a nice, refreshing frozen lemonade was oh, yeah. in the spot. Especially after that cliff walk, which I mean, four miles of walking, you'll, you'll get your heart rate up a little bit. It was perfect to cool down. <laughs> nice. So as I mentioned at the top of the conversation, Maximizing My PTO is your blog and website. I know you cover everything from travel hacking tips to highlighting destinations and more. Tell the listeners more about Maximizing My PTO, why you started it, and all the great things you've got going on on your website. 
Absolutely. So maximizing my PTO was really born out of my passion for traveling as much as possible on limited vacation days. So last year, for example, I was out of town about a quarter of the year without any corporate travel. So that was just really through weekend trips, building trips around holidays and working remotely when I could. Um, And then I was telling all my friends and family about all these trips I was taking, all these great places, and they wanted details so that they could go and plan these trips themselves. Um, so I, that's when I really started the blog and started you know, destination guides as well as uh, travel hacking guides to help people travel um, for cheaper using points and credit card points, uh, airline miles, things like that. I really, my mission is really to help people travel more, both more often and more luxuriously for less money and less time off work. So the blog really encapsulates all of that um, and features destination guides for both domestic and international trips. And how about social media? Where can we go to find Maximizing My PTO on any of the social platforms? Yeah, so Instagram is my go-to social platform, um, and my handle is simply at MaximizingMyPTO. Pretty easy to find. Jackie, I do have one final question for you today. Um, Destinations Beyond Expectations is the podcast designed for students of travel, and I'd like to ask you, are you someone who would consider yourself to be a student of travel? And if so, can you just talk a little bit about something you've learned or something you've taken uh, because or, or through travel? Absolutely. I am 100% a student of travel. I feel like the biggest thing I've learned through travel is how much more I'm capable of than I thought I was. So I was somebody who used to be afraid of airplanes. I used to be afraid of any high adrenaline activity. Um, I was maybe pickier on some foods, things like that. And I've really pushed myself out of my comfort zone through my travels um, and really being able to expand my horizons. For example, back earlier this year, I jumped off a 300-foot canyon swing in Switzerland. It was the scariest thing I've ever done in my life, and I came out 100 times stronger for it. I also just got back from my first solo travel trip, which was scary in a very different way, um, but I also grew a lot from it. You know, doing food tours in a lot of places has expanded my palate. And now I regularly eat foods I may have never considered before different trips. I think I am a much more um, empathetic person as, a, as well as a result. Um, I think I relate to other people from other backgrounds a lot better than I used to before. So really, I think the biggest piece is that I'm better in so many different ways be- because of the trips I take. Very cool. Love that answer. I mean, it seems like you've travels really kind of shaped you and and has helped you experience new things. And um, I really appreciate you, Jackie, coming on the podcast today to talk about Newport and and your experience there. And um, yeah, it was such a great conversation. So thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Newport was a really great trip and and somewhere that I think Rhode Island gets written off for a lot of the country. It's the tiny state in the corner. Um, And I really want to encourage people to go visit it. It's definitely worth a nice little weekend getaway. A big DBE thank you to Jackie for joining the show today. Be sure to check the show notes to find out more about MaximizingMyPTO.com. And you'll definitely want to give MaximizingMyPTO a follow on Instagram. Destinations Beyond Expectations is available on all audio platforms, and you can find the show at groupexperience.com as well. That's all I've got for you today. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure to share this podcast with your travel friends. Have a great day, and I will talk to you soon.